welcome to Getting to the Truth in This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today's guest is illustrator, cosplayer, entrepreneur, yarn artist. Please welcome Aaron Brooks. Hey. Howdy. Uh, so I want to um, start off by saying, like, you, you have... You have the dope pictures. I, I appreciate the pictures that are out there. Everything is really cool. A lot of work, a lot of effort goes into what you're putting out there. And it's it's just done well. Like I've seen people who are like, eh, I kind of dabble in this, but the whole setup, your your whole account is doing very well. It's dope. Bravo. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so give us those those vital stats for for, for those who may not be initiated and familiar with your Instagram or your online presence or even your business, give people the, the vital stats. Where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Things like that. Okay. So I grew up in Pikesville, Maryland. Um, my parents were divorced and they're actually both disabled. So I was back and forth taking care of each parent. Um, I went to Old Fields High School and then went to Towson. Okay. Um, one semester away from graduating, I was in a car accident, which actually disabled my right arm, neck and back with chronic pain. And that just kind of destroyed my life for a good 12 years. Um, I was on pain meds for most of it and I just kind of reclused. Um, then I, I lost most of my family, um, and really started to snap out of it when my the last of my family, my grandfather passed away in 2014 because I was pregnant with him. And then I really decided to just kind of start focusing on me and, you know, getting better. So I got off all the medication I was on. Um, I started really working on a fitness routine and started to sorry, my cat started to really, uh, try to get my life back together. Um, I had discovered some things that my husband was doing that were not okay with me. And I gave him an ultimatum that, you know, you either shape up or, you know, I'm taking the kids. So to reinforce that, I went back to college, went back to Towson, finished my art degree, uh, got a, a job for a little bit and hated it and started on the side, just kind of crocheting and people started to want to buy things. Yeah. So it, it got to a point where I could stop working my job and stay home and work my own art business. So, so after like having like, and thank you for sharing that by the way. Um, oh, absolutely. So for all of the, the, the things that you experienced and kind of, gone through it was kind of like having something to maybe shift your attention to something that was really about you and kind of diving into the um to the crochet business that that kind of art business and pursuing your degree and obviously that was like important to you so so tell me about how we got into the cosplay component of this okay so my childhood was oh and please stop sorry my son's here um so my childhood was very rough. Um, my parents were verbally abusive. My mom was, would OD on her pain meds. Um, and it was, I was basically raised to be their caretaker. So I didn't really have a normal childhood. I didn't have friends. So I escaped into geek 
geek uh, toys. I was Shira, He-Man, uh, Milo Ponies, Xena, uh, Hercules. That was my escape. And I have always had a passion for it. And it wasn't really until I started working on myself that I felt comfortable saying, who the hell cares how old I am? Yeah. I love this shit and I'm <laughs> going to keep on rocking it. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's um, that's one of the things that I kind of got out of going to uh, Blurred Con and different conventions. Like, you know, once you like I, I got it when I was in like my 20s, it's like you're too old for that or you're too big for that. All of that now in my 30s and it's like a bunch of pops behind me and I'm I'm an action figure currently or a cartoon character. And one of the things my, my girlfriend was saying, she was like, I need to design you a pop. It's just going to have a Carhartt shirt on and a beard. I was like, I'm looking forward to it. She's like, it's going to be the cutest thing. It's just eyeballs. I was like, stop. <laughs> so I, 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 think, awesome. I think right now, like, I, I, I may, it maybe this is true, but I guess when you get to a later stage in your life, stuff that you may not have afforded when you were a kid, you're like, I can get that now. I'm going to get this dead stock Ninja Turtles figure. Exactly. I have, uh, I have two battle cats, Shira, Shira pop figure. Um, I have a uh, Captain Janeway toy. Yeah. And I have a bunch of my little ponies I always wanted as a kid that I could never find. That's that's really dope. And then you can get into like the imports and stuff too. So Oh gosh, there goes the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I went to um what was it? It was maybe I think it was Awesome Con and they had the original artist from Masters of the Universe there. So I got a bunch of sign things or what have you and I met Karen Ashley from like Power Rangers or what have you. And oh, cool. me and my, uh, my colleague, um, Dieris from uh, Coplay Media is a blurred podcast. You'd, you'd, you'd love it. Uh, we're both like six, four. So we're standing next to her and she's like tiny and it's like, it's morphing time, but it's like a weird yeah. <laughs> inverted, like, <laughs> like bridge or something. It's, it's hilarious. So my understanding was, um, because I'm, I'm relatively new to it. I want to say in the last few years, really getting out there and looking into the the culture and feeling like it's more acceptable. Right. Um, I, I see that the prices of things are really weird. Convention season, people are doing things and making it happen. And uh, so describe to me maybe one of the more expensive uh, cosplays you've you've done. Actually, most of my cosplays are all digital. Um, I. I normally have a few staple pieces that I'm able to modify digitally. Okay. And um, there comes my art background and really recreate things that I envision because it's very frustrating for me when I see something that I want to do and it doesn't exist. Yeah. So I make it happen. Um, I've been recently trying not to completely replicate the character I'm being, but kind of envision my own take on it. Yeah. So that's that's been really fun. So you're you're able to use your arts background to make these kind of like digital images because I, I was as I was going through it, I was like, she has a lot of time on her hands. Like, <laughs> it actually takes me about an hour to. Sorry, <laughs> it actually takes me about an hour to to get a digital cosplay. I always pre-plan and you know get the elements that I want to use. So I have I have a, a long sleeve skin tight shirt. I have a, a crop top corset. I have kind of a close up shirt that's super tight and I'm able to morph those and, you know, just kind of add elements of what I'm looking for into it. 
Okay, yeah, we're we're definitely gonna have to talk about. I need to be cosplayed out for like, I, I like my beard, and I have the bald head right now. I have a jet black thing going on. I need to make that happen. I can't get a get a metal arm, but I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna make it happen. Awesome. Uh, definitely. So, although I do have a lot of Gymshark clothes, so I I use them in my cosplay too. Yeah, because you're you're a big fitness person too. I see the videos. I see you really just getting it every day. Just there's the kicks, there's the squats, there's the punches, all the whole thing. Um, so I like that. That's that's a component of it too. Because I see where when it's that season when people are in it, it's like, look, I I got to make sure this 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 latex fits. Like, yes, I I love MMA. Um, I started before I kind of got my life together, but it, it was one thing that helped me feel more powerful than I was at the time. You know, I was feeling really depressed and anxiety. And that was something that I always latched onto. And it made me feel more like a badass, even if I wasn't able to put my whole self into it back then. Yeah. So, so what, is, what is geek culture to you as a person that's a fan of it, a person that's within that industry? Um, how would you define it for, for people? Because it felt, and, and I'm sure you've encountered this for a long time that, Oh, this isn't, this isn't for grownups. This isn't for me. This is, and it's like, you got to do it in a closet or something. It's like, oh, let me hurry up and put this, uh, episode of, uh, Silverhawks on before, you know, somebody sees me, but what is, what is geek culture for you? It is, I think a spirit that empowers you. Um, I think there's these amazing idols that no human can possibly become in real life, but we can embody their spirit. Mm. And that makes us feel strength and excitement and happiness. Um, and, and it really, it really ignites the creativity and just the fantasy and sci-fi elements you know, that anything could be possible. So I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask this. I know I have this kind of playlist and you're, you're doing the fitness as well. So are there any like, geeky songs that like pop up on that, that, that workout playlist that you might have. Um, for me, I, I know that pretty much any anime thing pops up like dragon ball, like ultra instinct. That theme is just on loop. And I was like, yeah, I am going to grow my silver hair. I am going to make this happen. But, uh, is there something that pops up for you? That's in that kind of geeky space. Are you listening to music when you're working out? Tell me more about that. Oh, actually I work out to uh, body combat. So it's pre-track listed choreography punches okay but um i do i do love the star trek themes here you go even they're slower but i get goosebumps whenever that orchestra starts playing i'm like oh the, or the orchestral music for me is probably either the original robocop theme or like uh terminator or what have you it's like oh yeah yeah i am gonna melt something down yeah yeah you're yeah. coming with me if you want to live <laughs> So I read that you're in that, that, you know, you, you talked about that, that space of being an artist entrepreneur. Um, so, so tell me, tell me a little bit more about maybe some of the, the commission and some of the work that you're, you're getting, you, you talked about, it's more of like oriented around pets now, but what are some of the more, uh, what are some of the uh, projects you've gotten? Some of the more noteworthy ones. So I have, I, I love doing the geek crochet. Um, I have a crochet zero from oh, nightmare. Wow. For Christmas. Nice. And a Falcor from the Neverending nice. Story. Nice. That's really cool. So yeah. um, I have a stick. I have baby Yodas. I have Darth Vader here somewhere. Little mini Darth Vader. Yeah. 
Um, but it, I'm, I love doing them, but I do get a little bit more satisfaction doing other people's pets, especially the ones that passed. So they, like, I'm able to give back to them something that they've lost yeah. that they can keep on to. So what is, what does that process look like? Is it like a long for you to, let's say, put together, um, maybe like that baby Yoda for sake of argument, how long would it take? And what does that process look like? I know nothing about knitting or crocheting or whatever. Oh, crochet, there's a pattern. Okay. And I don't create all my own patterns. You normally have to buy them, but I do like to customize them, especially with the animals. For Baby Yoda, I can do Baby Yoda in two days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the simpler it is, the faster I can do it. So for a very complex dog or cat, it probably takes me five to seven days mm, of nice. crocheting. It also depends on the children's cooperation and, <laughs> and any events we've got going on. I dig it. Yeah, I, I see. See, I, I I know I know what my request is going to be. It might be this animated figure behind me. Just uh, I think you can do it. I think you can do it. <laughs> I was like, get this customized Aaron Brooks original of Rob Lee. Uh, <laughs> that would be that would be fantastic. Um, try. So so let's talk about um, creativity by and large. As a as a creator, um, what I what I like to find out is about people's processes, about people's routines, but let's talk about um, what are what are three things that you need to be creative, to really dive into their creativity outside of if, you know, like I've had people answer in a really gauche kind of way. It's like, oh, I'm a painter. So obviously I need paint. I was like, don't be an ass. But I mean, like, what do you need to be like creative? Like, is it a space thing? Is it, I need to have my favorite meal. What, what is it for you to be creative? What do you need? Um, I like to watch geek shows and I, I love to get inspiration from the latest geek news. Um, for most of my creativity comes in my cosplays. And I also like to use a lot of myself in them, past experiences. I like to share, um, of my past in those cosplays and how that character related or how I gained inspiration from that character in my life during that part of part time in Life <laughs> but like um let's see I've, I've talked about my anorexia i've talked about you know my abusive parents and i would always relate a cosplay character to that and and my fitness also helps you know just getting the mindset and yeah. being pumped no that, that's that's a big thing I, I know for me like if i'm having to do like i'll do like five podcasts in a day but tomorrow's gonna be and uh I'll get up. And if my day doesn't really start right, if I haven't had my coffee and yes. if I haven't had that, that normal setup, as you probably can see, it's just, you know, I got my coffee here, but if I haven't had that, that setup and starting the day off, right, then something is missing. I'm not able to really be completely my, my best version of who I'm trying to present as this, this creative. So, so while, how long have you, have you been cosplaying and what is, what is one of those favorite cosplays you've done? Oh, I've been cosplaying since 2018, 19, um, digitally. Um, things, when I started, things were really rough. So it was definitely all digital back then. Um, uh, the other part was, uh, has there, was there a favorite one that comes to mind? Um, I love doing Wonder Woman okay. and Shira. I will always go, and Xena. Those, those are my three badass women that... I favor the most. I made sure I have brown shorts. I have a Xena shirt. I, I just got white gym shark pants for, for my Sheer shirt. Um, and I have like 
three Wonder Woman shirt and uh, an actual Wonder Woman cosplay. So, and my watch, my Wonder Woman watch. Uh, so I got a, I got a couple more, uh, a couple more questions here. Uh, I think you've touched on it, but if there's another element, please do. Um, what, what from your vantage point makes like a good uh, um, end product, whether it be the digital cosplay, whether it be the, um, the crochet work, what comes to what comes to mind when it's like something that is a good version of it? What separates that good version of it from that that not so good version of that? When you put your heart into it, when it, it comes from the heart and from your soul, instead of just half-assing and just like whatever, you might as well not do it. So that's I always make sure to put love into my cosplays. And my crochet, and and it makes a difference. I I feel if you're truthful with yourself. Yeah, from from what I'm seeing digitally and what I'm seeing in, in on, on this video, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's some people are like, yeah, I did this. It's like that does not look like it at all. You rushed that. <laughs> um, so what part of geekdom that it's just not for you? You just don't get. It's just like eh, a lot of people like this. Eh, I don't like it. I am open, very open minded. And I will, I will never bash anybody for anything they are into. I think it's all amazing. There, I'm not a big Dragon Ball Z person. I was Sailor Moon. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm Sailor Moon. That, that was that was my yeah. shit. <laughs> Mine is my hero. She, she, my daughter is big into my hero That's academia. She's going as a Bakugo for nice. Halloween. I I do love anime. Um, and I've recently got into Korean drama on Daddy. Netflix. <laughs> as, as one does. <laughs> but I won't bash anybody. For a while, I wasn't even into Star Wars. I couldn't, I was a Star Trek yeah. baby. Like, I couldn't understand why people were into Star Wars until I started watching Rebels and uh, Clone yeah. Wars. And that totally hooked me more than the original movies, sad to say, but... Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where I, I think for me, I, I like to revisit some of these things because I guess as a kid um, and, and as, like younger, it's like you're watching maybe what a relative was watching or a brother or sibling or parents or, or what have you. You're kind of getting your geekdom maybe from someone else like I inherited my old comic books. I inherited my joy of certain cartoons from like, you know, older like relatives or what have you. And then when you're able to dive into it yourself, you end up becoming the person that's sharing it, whether it be with your kids or whether it be with someone else. Uh, so like my brother and I. For me, that was Star Trek. Yeah. Like my mom, that was our thing. We watched Star Trek, The Next Generation and Voyager. Yeah. And for the longest time, I couldn't get the big yeah. one into Star Trek until uh, Lower Decks gotcha. came out. I mean, it, they can animate, it works. <laughs> I know. And now um, I can't wait for Prodigy. I like, uh, my, we got my, um, my brother and I, we got our nephew, my nephew into, um, he's, I think he's 12. We got him into uh, Power Rangers and he was like, oh, I like the old ones better than these new ones. The new ones aren't good. And so he just has all of these like retro toys and he's like, he's just like born in like 2009. And it's like, yo, you have these really cool old things. Keep in mind that they're retro. So, mm -hmm. you know, there are collectors out there. Uh, so now um, now we're moving to like uh, rapid fire and essentially with the rapid fire questions, um, it's just like five questions. Uh, and it's more of like, what are you into? Uh, and you don't really have to provide any context if you don't want to. Okay. So um, pops or action figures? Action figures. Uh, what was your first convention? I've never been to one. Oh, oh. 
it's been that kind of a life. I just was never fortunate enough to be able to go to one. Um, that's going to be changing hopefully soon. Okay. But I, it's always been a dream. I've gone to all the digital stuff recently. Like COVID has been like, everything's online. I can go to all this stuff. COVID has been a, a blessing in that, you know, that everything's available to everybody. So yes. I, uh, I was able to do the, I had a really great, I'll, I'll call it Japanese weekend. I went to see, I went to little Tokyo in uh, LA, saw Japanese professional wrestling, new Japan pro wrestling. They came here for their first show in their 45 year existence. And then I went to the anime expo at the Staples center. That was all on the same weekend. It was amazing. And I need to make that happen again. So that was one of my, that was one of my early conventions. That's awesome. Um, since you since you said Wonder Woman, Lin, Linda O'Gale. Linda O'Gale. Yeah. She the cosplay one that looks exactly like Gal Gadot. Linda Carter or Gal Gadot. Which which Wonder Woman do you prefer? Oh, Linda Carter. Okay, that's um, I'm Gal Gadot. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh no. Uh, favorite Disney villain. Maleficent. I, I'm a Doctor Facilier kind of guy because he looks like Prince. I get it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Totally. You know, nothing is nothing. Nothing says villainy loved it a midrift. When you have your abs out, you're doing villain work. Yes. Yes, totally. Uh, Kirk or Picard? Picard. Picard. Okay. Okay. You, you won. You won. No, no contest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's pretty much all of the questions that I had. So I want to leave it open to you um, to uh, promote anything you want to promote your social media, all of that good stuff. And thank you. This has been a lot of, a lot of great answers, a lot of great questions. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for putting up with the, the children <laughs> in the background. <laughs> all good. Um, yeah. Check out um, my Instagram is Aaron's Gobra at, um, at Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. It's, it's at everything. I, I got lucky in that sense. I was able to use the same thing for all platforms. That's great. Um, and in that you can check out my yarn art. It's all linked together. So, well, thank you. Uh, so for Aaron Brooks, I am Rob Lee saying that there's art in and around Baltimore. You just have to look for it. <laughs>